What is up, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Branching Out with the Acorn Newspapers. It is Monday, October 10th. I'm your host today, Kyle Jory, editor of the Thousand Oaks Acorn. On the show today, we are going to be joined by a familiar face and voice of John Losing. John is the managing editor of the Acorn Newspapers. Typically, when he joins Branching Out, John and I are talking about politics, but today we are going to be talking about another subject altogether, and this is one that is near and dear to John's heart. We're going to be turning the microphone back on him and speaking about his recent trip to the Pyrenees Mountains with a group called the Prostate Awareness Foundation. Is a group John has been involved with for many years now, and each year they, almost every year, I think for the last 20, have gone on a different mountain climb to spread awareness about prostate cancer and just spread the message that uh, a diagnosis is not a death sentence and your life can move on past that. So uh, John's really passionate about this and we're always interested in, in on these trips he takes. We've never had a chance to really ask him about it. So I'm going to take advantage of that opportunity today. So I hope you do really enjoy it. So without any ado, further ado, let's get to that interview. David, super excited to talk about the newest member of the Branching Out Sponsor family, a local business you know very well, Arsenal Comics and Games. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of Arsenal. Obviously, I'm the Branching Out Sports guy, but every now and again, I get that itch for my Zelda stuff. And they've got everything, obviously comic books, but they've got the collectibles, board games, action figures, it's all there. And yeah, and, and owner Timmy Hay, he really prides himself on having a clean, organized, welcoming business to walk into. Whether you're a comic book person or not, you feel comfortable there. And I should say, it's one of those businesses that's just fun to kind of walk around and see what they have. Although Timmy would really appreciate it if you bought some. And don't forget the events. We're talking new comic book day every Wednesday and every Friday they host Magic the Gathering and Pokemon tournaments. I hear they're packed. Great point. So if you like what you're hearing and you want to check out Arsenal Comics for yourself, keep in mind they've got two locations. One in Newberry Park at 1610 Suite 1 on Newberry Road near the In-N-Out Burger or their second location in Ventura at 3431 Telegraph Road. Plus they're very active on social media so you can check them out on Instagram, Facebook or Twitter or just check out their website at arsenalcng.com. That's A-R-S-E-N-A-L-C-N-G dot com. All right. Excited to be joined on today's show by my longtime colleague and friend uh, who I know does not enjoy being always as much being on the other side of questions as asking the questions, but I'm, I'm happy to have him on today. He's kind of stepping up, uh, pinch hitting for us. We had to do a little, do a little rescheduling, reshuffling this morning. But John, uh, thanks for being here. Yeah, thank you, Kyle, for stepping in and uh, putting out a couple of fine acorns in my absence. Uh, great job. And uh, much appreciated. So thank you. It, uh, it was a lot of work, but we have a, a great team here that always steps up and you certainly had deserved and earned the time off. So um, so this was no ordinary trip uh, that you just got back from, John. And, and if I can hear it in your voice a little bit. I think it took a little bit out of you, maybe. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, where you were and, and kind of the bigger mission that, that it's all about. Yeah, well, this is the 20th anniversary of the prostate cancer climb. And it's a group of guys, Kyle, that um, got together literally uh, end of 2021, uh, 2001, 2002, 20 years. Uh, Terry Wyman, who's a, a Thousand Oaks chiropractor, his father passed away from prostate cancer um, some years ago. And, and Terry took it upon himself to do something in his father's memory. And he organized the first prostate cancer climb in conjunction with the Prostate Cancer Research Institute, which is a Culver City-based um, fundraising awareness group, uh, medical research group. And Terry and some of his colleagues climbed Mount Aconcagua, Argentina, which is 23,000 feet, highest peak in the Western Hemisphere. It's in the Argentine 
uh, Andes, and I was invited along. I was uh, my early days with the Acorn to, to write and cover the event, which I gladly did. Was part of that team. We made it up, and Terry and uh, summited. I almost got there. I was about a thousand feet short. And since then, we've kind of kept up, you know, kept up the charge. And uh, we've had subsequent climbs. We've been all over the world: Mont Blanc, uh, France, uh, uh, Mount Kilimanjaro, and in, in Africa. Uh, Mount Cotopaxi uh, back in the, in the Peruvian uh, Andes. And, and this most recent climb was in the Pyrenees Mountains of Spain and France. And that's where we just went. We just got back. And not as the, the big tall mountains like in the Alps and the Andes, but certainly a challenge because a lot of these men, um, we had a group of six guys and many of them are dealing with prostate cancer. And um, so the physical challenges are, are tough, but that's, that's part of the mandate, part of the mission is to show that... Um, uh, you know, prostate cancer is not a death sentence. Uh, you keep on trucking, keep on doing it, keep healthy, uh, be aware of the lifestyle. And as a result, many men, you know, die with the disease, not from it, because it's not a death sentence. It really is the, probably the least threatening of all cancers. And so this group, um, probably every other year, every third year has been on these treks, and, and I've been on many of them, to, 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 to raise this awareness. It's, it's been a great journey. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's really incredible to see the way, I mean, when you started this, I imagine there was no concept that you would, 20 years down the line, you guys would still be doing this. Um, what, what has really kept it going? Who's been the driving force and who helps organize it? Well, um, a gentleman named Ken Malik out of New Jersey, and we have guys from all over the United States, uh, a couple of guys from, from Texas, California. Myself and my father had prostate cancer, so and it's, it's it's a hereditary disease, and so I'm very aware of the challenges. and um, And it, it's it's been a group that we've we've chosen mountain climbing and trekking as just a way to kind of to kind of express a desire to keep on moving and show that it doesn't have to stop men who've been diagnosed. And so um, Ken Malik out of New Jersey is kind of- That's amazing. Yeah, I was seeing in your video, we have people from all over the country. <clears throat> how do you guys all stay in touch? Is there some text thread or email or who? how does all these different people from all over yeah, the world- Yeah, well, Mr. Yeah. Malik, who's head of the Prostate Awareness Foundation. Now, Prostate Awareness Foundation is- um, National, is it? Um, yeah, it's, 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 it's his charity and he uh, he, he holds uh, virtual groups, uh, live groups, um, climbs, reunions uh, with guys who are interested in education. Um, talking about the issues, how to deal with the different treatment protocols that are available. So he keeps um, <clears throat> he keeps it going and he uh, organizes the climbs and we'll, we'll pick different destinations. Sometimes they're local and sometimes they're, I've really just enjoyed the international climbs. To me, they're more exciting. Uh, but there's also some local venues and he's kept the ball rolling. And through his group, um, they took over from the Prostate Cancer Research Institute. He's kind of picked the ball up and kept it rolling. Wow. And who knows how many more there are to continue yeah. because some of these guys in this current group are in their 70s and they're, you know, yeah, don't, I mean, don't I, do what we used to do, but <laughs> we're still out there, you know, and give the old college try. But I mean, I've seen videos of this, this most recent climb in the Pyrenees. I mean, this, again, to give people an idea, this is really... I mean, it's it's a heck of a workout. I mean, it is not... I want You're not using stakes. I mean, you're walking up with... Um, yeah, I mean, with, with climbing yeah, poles. Yeah, yeah this, this climb was not what's what's called a technical climb. Yeah. We weren't roped in, didn't have crampons, and but we did have some weather challenges. Uh, yeah, steep, rocky climbs. Uh, but and the elevation, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, elevation anywhere from, from 10,000 feet in this climb, which is, you know, not, again, the elevation is not that bad to a climber because Mount Baldy, uh, you know, just uh, over in Claremont, California, 
is 10,000 feet. Yeah. But we've been as high as, you know, the, the 20,000 peaks as well. So you're dealing with altitude, you're dealing with health sicknesses. But again, the point is, is that with prostate cancer, it's a, a very non-invasive cancer from the standpoint that you don't feel like you have symptoms, you don't feel bad, you know, your hair's not falling out. Initial treatment, many guys just opt for what's called active surveillance. That's kind of the current protocol. You get tested and the doctor says, okay, well, we've, we've, we see MRI showing a couple tumors on your prostate. And um, all men have prostate glands. It's what produces the semen for ejaculation. Uh, it's, it's too much information there for you. But it's, <laughs> um, uh, it's something that many men are afflicted with as they get older. And so um, you can continue on. You can continue working out and, and climbing these mountains, as, as we've proven uh, but the main thing is is awareness, Kyle, yeah. is um, because if you're not checked regularly, once you once you hit 40, 50 years old, really advisable that men get checked um, uh, for their PSA levels. PSA is the, is the antigen marker that shows, you know, if your propensity for cancer or if it's there, if it's growing, you know, what rate is it growing? And so, uh, and a lot know, of people just what they they just don't think to do it, or it's an uncomfortable they, task. They don't because because again, you know, if 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 you have uh, if a woman has breast cancer, she'll notice a lump in her breast, and so that's that's an early red flag. Prostate cancer, you don't. I mean, you will have some urinary issues and 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 frequency and those kind of things, but that that's pretty typical of older men anyway. And once yeah. they get to their seventies, prostate cancer will exacerbate that. But again, it's um, without that, most guys just kind of truck along. They're fine and mm -hmm. until it's too late. Because once it breaks out of the prostate capsule and spreads, then that's then when you have a, that's a bigger when you have problem. Big problems, yeah. yeah, I was amazed, and, and we'll share a link um, with the with the podcast of this this wonderful video you put up on YouTube. I hope you won't mind if we share it. But one of the gentlemen on the hike, he, he said he was just he had just finished two months of radiation treatment and he had gone along. Yeah, it, it, different guys are affected differently. This gentleman, uh, Brad Neal from from Austin, Texas, um, delightful man whose brother died from prostate cancer. Yeah. And then Brad was diagnosed. He's only 65, which is fairly young. Uh, but his 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 option was uh, for, for radiation. Now, other guys just kind of watch and wait. Some guys, you know, will go for a radical prostatectomy. They'll say, you know, to heck with it. I'm, you know, this is really messing with my head. I'm going to get the thing removed. But that's not always the best choice of to, to, to follow because prostate gland is very critical, not only in your sex life, but also for continency issues. Um, so if you're not going to take it out, you're going to treat it uh, and men use uh, radiation. And so Brad had a, a radiation treatment. He had 45 rounds, which means 45 like days a yeah. in a row. You go in every day, get zapped, comes back. But it didn't affect him. He didn't really have the Some guys will, will feel fatigue. Some guys will have, you know, related ancillary issues. He was okay. You know, a month later, he's on the trail with us, climbing a mountain, you know, smiling and um, hoping that he's out of the woods. and. Wow, amazing! I mean, for people that don't that don't know you, John, and maybe, and I, I think I, I know this, but before you started going on these hikes, I mean, uh, uh, full disclosure, you you're known as one of the more more healthy uh, members of our staff, a real physical specimen <laughs> Used <to> you be. <laughs> are. <laughs> but but I mean, had you had any experience with it? I mean, um, I didn't, Kyle. Yeah. I mean, I've always, like yourself, been athletic, I've enjoyed sports, tried to stay healthy. Uh, but until I got involved with this group, I wasn't really as cognizant uh, about the importance of diet. Yeah. And really, I would advise any man as they get older in their older years to to avoid the red meats and to, to lay off the cheeses and the cholesterol and just, you know, common sense kind of stuff, red meat especially. 
But to answer your question, no, I hadn't. Uh, this was my first experience, and, and, and I was thrown right into the thick of it because Mount Aconcagua, Argentina, Mendoza, Argentina is 23,000 feet. And so, you know, they, they equipped us with the gear and the, and, and the heavy um, plastic boots and, and, and so forth. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm up at about 21,500 feet and starting to get a little headache. And I had never done this before, so I didn't know how far to push myself. Yeah. Since then, I've learned that you can, you know, you pop an Advil and you can deal with the, you know, with the elevation and, and move on. But I mean, there are more dangerous signs that you need to watch out for 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 um, altitude sickness. Yeah. Um, so that first big mountain was it was an eye opener and uh, a good test. But at the time, you know, it, it was 20 years ago. So I'm only, you know, at the time, only in my late 40s. Yeah. Um, and since then, I've learned a lot. But um yeah, it's been it's been a wonderful experience. But you could have, I mean, after that, you could have said, "Whoa, this is a lot of work." I mean, can we can we hike around a track or something yeah, or do something no, that for but, prostate? No, but, but I, I dug yeah. it, and I yeah. and I really enjoyed the the challenge and the hiking. And since then, my son, uh, who's in, now in his thirties, he's gotten involved. Oh, terrific! And so, um, yeah, no, it just really stuck with me, and just and and the thrill of reaching a big summit. Uh, it's emotional. It's challenging. Yeah. It's uh, and you know, we've we've done Mount Hood, we've done Mount Rainier, and and um. Mount Baker. Do you in, have a favorite? Washington. Is that hard? Yeah, I didn't know. If you I think my favorite was was Mont Blanc in Chamonix, France, Kyle, because it's in the the, the, the French Alps. Just gorgeous scenic, you know, these high snow capped mountains, and you reach a peak, and the wind is blowing, and you know, sometimes there's there's snow in your face, and you've got goggles on. Other times we've had great weather, but yeah, I think I think Mount Mont Blanc, and it's yeah. only fifteen thousand feet, only from the standpoint that it's not twenty. But uh, it was that was such a you know exciting, exhilarating experience. Have you had any uh, harrowing moments at all? Are they scary? Will you be caught? Well, in the I, I, what's the worst? I guess I got to tell you, the worst yeah. was probably Mount Kilimanjaro. And many people in the world have done Kilimanjaro because it's considered just a big high hike. You don't have the technical challenges. You don't have to rope up. You're not wearing gear and crampons and pythons. You're not you know fixing anchors and that kind of thing. You, uh, you're just going to 20,000 feet on a, on a big trail. Um, so these heavy boat, heavy boots in the, in the right gear, but because of the altitude, I got up to the top and to the summit and my head just started swirling and pounding. I got down and I went down immediately from the summit and gladly I did because when I went back to the high camp, I got in the tent, laid down and my head was just swirling. Everything was swirling about me. And that's, that's altitude sickness. But as soon as you go down nine times out of 10, if you're not seriously impaired, you come around. I you know, quickly regain my senses, and I was fine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's the only one that, that really hit me hard. And um, Mount Rainier, a couple of years ago, I went up with my son. Now, that was not re- that was not a prostate cancer climb. We just went up because Mount Rainier is a big notch in the belt. Of course. Very tough, and that was just a big mountain. Yeah. You know, with with you know you're, you're hiking in the snowfield, and, and the sun's blaring glaring on you and it's like the sun you know on those on those conditions the 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 glaciers and the ice field they act like a big giant mirror and they're just you're roasting uh so that was a challenge my son matt made it to the top i got close and, and did have to turn around but um yeah, I mean, what's neat about um, you know, I haven't I haven't summited uh, many mountains. I've been to the top of Boney with you a few times, but that that last that final payoff, that that feeling of accomplishment, it's hard to. I don't know what else you can kind of compare that to to you, the payoff of the the views and and everything you see. I mean, it's yeah, a, you learn a lot about yourself. You learn a lot to keep going in the face of adversity, keep pushing on one more step, and that you can do it. And that when you get to the top, there is a huge payoff, and 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 you just you, you feel wonderful. But there are many times you want to quit, and that's kind of a metaphor 
uh, in life that um, it's it's easy to stop. Uh, knowing when to stop is important from a physical standpoint, mm-hmm. uh, but you can push yourself and you can keep going on. And 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 related to that is just good physical conditioning, healthy diet. Uh, because so many of us let ourselves go. We just, you know, we eat and we'll do the junk food and we'll do the processed foods route. Talking it's, right to me, John. <laughs> it's, uh, I yeah. know. Well, yeah, I hope I'm preaching to the choir because yeah. I, you know, I think, you know, you realize the benefits of these things, but it's, um, yeah, it's tough. We're, you know, we're in the, the Pyrenees mountains and these, some of these wonderful French Spanish restaurants and you know, the, the Europeans, their morning breakfast is eggs, bacon, <laughs> juicy baked meat. And you just, yeah. it's tough to. To, to avoid that up. stuff, yeah. Well, so give us, a, since we have you on now, the timing. We've uh, been talking with a lot of people about the, uh, it's been in the news lately, the strength of the U.S. dollar and, and maybe for the first time on parity with the euro. And I've been talking to my own wife and saying, hey, if we were going to go to Europe, uh, now would be the time to do it. Um, did you get to enjoy some of that? I mean, did, I guess your dollar went a little further. than Well, I, absolutely, the dollar. Yeah. But And I thought what I would gain in yeah. parity with the euro, yeah. uh, I would lose in inflation. I thought, well, they're just going to get me because prices are going to be high. Yeah. And prices are high. In, in in London and Paris and obviously the big cities, Hong yeah. Kong, New York. But where we were and even Barcelona was not that bad. And, you know, great, fantastic meal with a glass of wine for 16 euros and lunches, you know, wonderful sandwich and delicious tuna salad with all the fixings for, you know, 10 euros. And, and they're so, almost a one euro is one, <clears throat> one dollar now almost. I mean, it's close to that. Yeah, it used yeah. to be a, a dollar, you know, dollar uh, 50, it used to right? take a you know, buck 50 yeah. once upon a time to buy one euro. Mm-hmm. Uh, now it's one to one. And while I was gone, the news came out about Liz Truss, the new prime minister of um, England uh, with her conservative party, wanted to do something about England's terrible uh, financial situation because they've had zero growth. Yeah. So they enacted tri- trickle-down economics, and we're all familiar with trickle-down, and they, they, they enacted huge, massive tax cuts for the, for the wealthy 1%, and hoping that that money will come back to the economy, spur the economy, and that was big news in. But the result was, talking about currency uh, equivalency, is, is, is the um, pound, the pound yeah, plummeted, yeah. and now pound is even on par with, with, the, with the dollar. Yeah. Unheard of. The pound is you know two to one for many years. Yeah. So yeah, the dollar is king right now worldwide. Well, I hope I yeah. Hopefully, some other someone else listening can can take advantage of that. So, John, I don't want to leave without giving some real practical advice. I mean, obviously, that's what these walks are all about. I think you hit a, a little bit on it, but you said so about is it about forty? I mean, and this is interesting. I just turned forty this year. When you should start getting these regular checkups? And we talking about every year? I mean, what's the, what's yeah? The I would say starting at forty and yeah. certainly in fifty, go to the doctor and you, there's a blood test and they can check your PSA. Um, Everyone knows about this. The the digital exam, which without getting too graphic, um, that's important because the doctor can detect, feel a tumor. But again, it's something just as with women um, uh, to be aware of with breast cancer. And obviously, breast cancer is is always in the news. And there was a and and the first prostate cancer climb uh, really modeled itself after something called Expedition Inspiration, which was. 2000 in in Malak and Kwagakagwa, women uh, with the disease went up. And so we modeled ourselves after that. But yeah, just awareness, checking, uh, good diet to healthy protocol, uh, stress management is important and all these things. Uh, but but again, at the end of the day, it's probably 80% hereditary. That's why I say I've, I've had to be very aware because my father had it. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and, 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 and the old, the old, kind of joke in, in circles, medical circles is, you know, what's the best way to prevent 
prevent prostate cancer? Well, the answer is, you know, pick your parents. Yeah. <laughs> pick your parents who don't have the disease, and then you're guaranteed to be in the clear. But we don't. Obviously, that's, yeah. that's not real. Yeah. Uh, so you kind of deal with the hand that you're dealt. Yeah. But the main thing is just checking and lifestyle. Yeah, well, good. Before I uh, let you go for today, I, we should point out we are just, uh, when this when this airs, we're going to be just days from another uh, candidates forum, you and I, taking on uh, with the Chamber of Commerce, uh, Ventura County Supervisors race, Thousand Oaks Council race. And I think we're even throwing in the Community College District as well. Uh, I know you're just back from your trip, but I, I look forward to doing those with you. And, and hopefully you're excited to jump back into that. Those are always fun events and seems this year, maybe more mm-hmm. so than in others, a lot of attention on these races. Yeah, right? Wednesday, October 12th, 13th, Thursday, back-to-back forums, Lundring Events Center at Cal Lutheran University. As you said, you're doing a couple of forums. We've, in the past, we're reprising another one this year. It's it's great for the community to see these candidates um, live in person, answer questions in the hot seat. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, we're not able to, to corral um, uh, Julia Brownlee and Matt Jacobs we, in, in we the congressional tried, race. Though. We tried, yeah. but uh, these are good local races. Um, that, that I think is they're informative and, you know, people can make an informed decision because at the time of these, uh, these forums, it's going to be, people are going to be filling out their, you know, their, their vote by mail. Just showing up. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing how much the, the voting schedule has moved back. And that's why I tell people is, you know, we can only do so much reporting wise. Uh, we interview candidates, mm-hmm. but seeing them for yourselves and just kind of hearing them or even taking a moment after the event to ask a question of one of them. Yeah. I think it can, especially in one of these races that say you're on the fence of somebody. Um, I mean, that's what I really take joy in is hopefully, you know, answering that question for people that aren't really sure um, so that they're not going into that ballot box, uh, you know, with just a name and a title to, to make. Yeah. Decision. And I would advise everybody they have their, their sample ballots in hand right now. Read those. Uh, every city has their local elections. Uh, we're going to be dealing primarily with and nonpartisan too, and, you know, so they're not as easy. You can't just say yeah. D or R and, and select there. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> be informed, be educated, um, vote accordingly. But but the main thing is to vote and uh, vote by mail. We're there. It's exciting. Midterm yeah. elections yeah. and they're always fun. I know I'm excited for it. Well, John, you really are a role model for me. Uh, I'm feeling the, you know, you set such an example in terms of your health and the way you've continued to go on these amazing adventures. Every year we know one time a year, John's going to be leaving for a couple of weeks. And when you tell me where you're going, I'm always amazed. And just to see um, the amount of time and, and, and effort you put into this good cause and, and just these amazing places you've been on, it's an, it's an inspiration. It really is, John. So yeah. I want to, again, thank you for sharing this. With well, thank us. you. And and uh, visit prostateawarenessfoundation.org. One word, prostateawarenessfoundation.org. More information about all the climbs, what we did this year. And obviously, you know, it's a fundraising uh, effort, not going to lie. But the money goes toward, uh, you know, programs, education, and and just getting the word out and and teaching men um, about, about this disease and how to deal with it. Very important. Well, John, thanks again. Hopefully everyone heard that. And of course, we'll throw some of those details in the show notes as well. So, all right, John, thanks again. Thanks. Well, that was a lot of fun. Uh, if you can tell, we literally just pulled John into the Branching Out Studios today. He's back today from a two-week-long vacation, and uh, we had another interview planned. That fell through, so John was willing to step up and come in and talk to him about this very important subject, and I learned a lot. Um, he's been going on these trips, like I said, for, for many, many years, and we're always kind of amazed. You're going where? You're climbing this or that? Um, and this time, we kind of really, I never really knew that this was uh, the purpose behind all that, so it was kind of eye-opening for me as, as well as 
was. I hope it was for you as uh, the audience as well. So I'm not going to take any more of your time. Really appreciate you joining us today, as always. And I do want to give one more shout out if you're listening for our upcoming Acorn and Chamber candidates forums on October 12th and 13th at Cal Lutheran University at the Lundring Event Center. If you can make it out, that would be great. If not, we will throw a link in the show notes where you can stream it and watch it live or after the fact um, and learn more about these three important races. Again, Thousand Oaks City Council, Ventura County Supervisor District 2, and the Ventura County Community College District, I think also District 2. So uh, thanks again for joining us today, folks. I hope you see you at the forum. Otherwise, I'll catch you next week on Branching Out.